This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott! For the touchdown, no flags, Cowboys lead. Des Bryant out of the witness protection program and, and trying for the end zone. How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas. Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the, the Cowboys? Cowboy Nation. Uh, we're still recovering from uh, last week, but uh, hey, it's good to have our show here, and I got Rich next to me. Rich, how the hell are you? Uh, John, I'm excited. Great to be back with you. Always enjoy seeing your smile. Would have loved to Cowboy talk football. about this coming week's game, too, you know? Uh, yes, that would have been great. That would have been fantastic. And I know we're going to dive into the game. I want to just, before we even get into that, I've got goosebumps sitting over here. That, that intro, folks. Man, after the show, just replay the intro. Or better yet, just listen to the show often so you can get that feel, that intro. Talking about the Tony Dorsett run. I remember watching that on Monday Night Football. And, you know, they said afterwards, they only had, Cowboys only had 10 guys on the field when that happened. That 99-yard touchdown run by Dorsett. And then reliving the other moments, you know, Aikman pass and, you know, Elliott for the win against the the Steelers there. I know we were going crazy watching that game. So I, I know that's the intro. But like I said, I'm sitting over here with goosebumps, just reliving those moments, and that's the power. And, and you know what? The more I think about it, Rich, that's what it's all about, being a cowboy. I mean, that that's what we live for. That's what we expect out of our cowboys out on the field. And we've never had that give-up type of mentality. Even when we're down by 14 or 17 points going in the fourth quarter, it was always like, you know what? We're the cowboys. We could do this. We've done it before. Well, I know you and I were texting back and forth uh, along with Steve and Rodney there in regards to the game, and we were never giving up on it, and there was a shot, but uh, it just wasn't meant to be, and I don't want to dwell too much on that. There's some stuff I know we're going to talk about, but I'll tell you, three and five midway through the year, I didn't think there's any way we're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and we did. We turned that ship around. We definitely fought back and uh, got there, and uh, we – Got a big monkey off our back by beating Seattle. That was uh, that was supposed to be uh, our game that was supposed to end our season. Yep. I mean, people said, you know what, it stops here. It doesn't matter where they're playing. Seattle will come through, and we stopped their running game. And we thought, you know what, going into this week, uh, we got the Rams and Gurley, and uh, we could stop him too. And and it was out of nowhere a guy named <laughs> Anderson. And, and Who we, the hell is Anderson? Well, for the most part, we shut down Gurley. But you're right, this bowling ball comes along. Yeah. And he just bowled over everybody. 279 yard rushing yards. What the heck? You know, if folks out there, uh, you know, I know you guys are really gung-ho about the Vander Esch and all that. But you know what? I like to keep the kid humble. And I tell you what, I don't know what the hell i seen. That was not my cowboy defense out there. And those linebackers... Weren't filling the hole. Our de- defensive line, I mean, you could have put a Mack truck through those holes. <laughs> Our uh, defensive ends, you know, Lawrence, hey, there was no pressure 
on that QB. None at all. Wait, we, I mean, he sat there, and uh, he just had, like, what, three and a half, four seconds to throw a ball? That's like right. a Sandlot football there. <laughs> yeah, well, it's backyard football. He actually football. had more. I mean, he stood back there forever. But like you said, the, the running game is what set that all up. And our linebackers, which have been our strength all year, filling the gap, making the tackles. What the heck? Were they even in the stadium? I mean, it was – I don't know what the heck happened. I know Sean Lee got some playing time, which I like having – Yeah, but he didn't look good he either. He didn't look good either. That was my point. He was like the field commander. I, I don't know. Our, our, our linebackers, you know, Jalen Smith, Vander Ash, Sean Lee, studs. I mean, Lee set, the, set out most of the year with injuries. But, man, we're counting on them, and they give up 279 yards this, on the ground. Rich, let me ask you this. When, whenever we're not getting pressure on their quarterback – you would have thought, you know what, let's change it up and let's throw some more blitzes here. And no, nothing was called from the sideline. And you know what, folks, if you're out there going, oh, Richard is the answer, he should have adjusted. Our defense did not adjust. And, uh, well, and I, we paid for it. We paid for it. I, and, and the linebackers obviously didn't show up, neither did the defensive line. I mean, when you've got Heath making the majority of your tackles, that's a problem. That's yeah. a huge problem, and uh, I, I don't know. I know Steve-O's uh, always hard on Heath. And- I, I am too, though. I mean, there was this one play oh, that I'm I thinking, uh, here's a chance to stop him. We got our timeout, and he's standing there looking at the quarterback, <laughs> maybe from me to you. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing, man? Get him. I know. I think we sent a text uh, saying, now, Steve-O, that, that builds up your trust in Heath again. <laughs> But uh, unbelievable. I, I tell you, going back, and I was just talking about this, and I just got back late last night, and I'm, I'm very grateful and thankful you have, he asked me to be on the show again, Jono. But I was in Dallas, Texas for a conference, and I got to go to the Star. And I've never been to the Star before. This was – I'm here another goosebump episode here. Folks, if you have not been to the Star in Dallas, Texas, holy smokes. And I'll post some pictures on my page, and I'll tag Jono so you can see him, and tag the Cowboys podcast so you can see him. It, absolutely amazing. I know, Johnny, you've been there, but, man, it, it was just cool. I, I want to ask you this. I want to ask you this going to what you just said. How long before we start not recognizing that as the Mecca now? I mean, I know it's entrenched with you, but how long do we go on not going to the Super Bowl, and how long do we praise the star like that and say, you know what, finally uh, – I'm not enjoying this. I mean, I'm a Cowboy fan to the end, but you know what? I, I, I'm tired of that. On social media, they're, they're, they always go, win, lose, or tie, I'm a Cowboy fan. Well, that's great, but I'd like to see a goddamn Super Bowl again <laughs> one, one more time before I die as well. well we're going to get there, and, but yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly your point. It, 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 it does become frustrating. I, I get we're back. living on history. We're living on Well, yeah, the last Super Bowl was in 95 against the Steelers, Super Bowl 30, right? Arizona. Uh, it's too far back for me. <laughs> I'm having Alzheimer's now, too. By Dallas, see what you're doing to my man, Jono? I, 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 I don't know. It's it's getting frustrating, and and now uh, you have all these fans that are uh, like, uh, you know, we, we need to sign him. We need to sign. Hey, folks, by the way, when you're throwing out that wide out now, Brown, that uh, could be part of the Cowboys as you're making it, how the hell can we afford Brown uh, as a Cowboy? I mean, honestly, we're we got to resign a lot of people. Yeah. Elliot wants to get this thing done too. Dak, he's going to cost. You got Lawrence. 
the Mac guy in Chicago, he he upped the ante a little bit. Yeah. Now now he's looking at that as a pay. And here's another thing too, Rich. I really don't like our team becoming all stars, all pros. You know why? Because when they're all pros, they get they see the green too. And you know what, folks? Don't be so proud of these guys being all pros. If they're all pros, that means our cap is going to be over because they're going to want more money. All of them. Well, John, you know as well as I do, sometimes, well, not sometimes, oftentimes, when you've got so many all pros, they're all individuals. They're not working together collectively as a team. So the chemistry is off. It's all about me and getting to the Pro Bowl, me getting that payday, me getting the green, like you happen to say there. It's not about we as a team. Too many times those individuals, and you've heard me talk about the speeches I give to the, the kids groups and kids sports teams, if you've got a hand like this where all your fingers are apart, weak, 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 because every finger's doing their own thing. Collectively as a fist, now you've got strength, now you've got unity, now you've got power, but you have to have that. You can't have your pinky finger hanging out. Right. So, well, in, in that regard, too, Rich, uh, I, I get all that. And that could have been the old days and all that. But now, I mean, the way they structure the caps, the oh, way yeah. they structure the teams, I mean, I could see why a, a player wants his dough. I could see that because he's got a three-year window and he's going to try to get as much as he can out of it. And that's what it's all about. You've seen what they did to Dez. There's a, the loyalty aspect comes both ways, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, because the owner – grips his player too and says you're mine you're, you're gonna stay mine but if the if he's flimsy on the hand there he's gone too in our days rich i had a randy white poster on my wall i had a tony dorsett on my wall same here, Th- baby. those those to me you know that's but, what it was i don't know with these now with uh, with these kids now you can't put anyone on your wall anymore because he'll be gone in two years uh, wow Talk about a right hook of reality. Case in point. You're exactly right. And those, yeah, my two favorites, Randy White. He was a good old cowboy. I grew up on a farm. And then Tony Dorsett. And, and I've told you in high school, John, I know we both played high school ball together. I wanted number 33 for Tony Dorsett. Well, it wasn't available in our rinky-dink high school. So I had to go with 22, which, of course, turned out to be Emmett Smith. So that was right. okay. But, no, to your point there, and, and I guess both sides of it, I just had this conversation. I was in Dallas, like I said, a couple days ago. I was speaking to the uh, Uber driver, who was a big Cowboy fan, and it, it mentioned, uh, yeah, we're a little depressed about the Cowboys not making it, not moving on, but we talked about that very thing about players are here today, gone tomorrow. The loyalty is missing on both sides, not only the, the players, but definitely with the owners as well. And my heart, and, and this may have been a different tune five years ago, but I've matured maybe a tad bit. My heart goes out. Listen to me, folks. Some of you are going to be upset at this, but hear me out. To the players. The reason being what you just said, Jono, they have got a three to four year window of opportunity. That means they have to make all the money they can to last them the rest of their lives. And I never would have looked at it that way before. But so you're 20. This is where I think the NFL and most professional sports go wrong. You take these kids from college. A lot of these kids grew, grew up dirt poor from the slums. You send them through college. You see all these others with all the money and this and that. You're dangling a carrot in front of them. They get to the pros. Now they've gone from nothing to millions. All these friends they never had before. All these people they never had before. They're cast up to being a celebrity, and they got millions of dollars to spend. But they've never been trained on how to, what to do with it. Right. 
They don't know what to do. So what do they do? They go nuts. I mean, right. I mean, can you imagine if you were 22, 23 years old and suddenly you got $2 million or $3 million and then worse than that, you're not performing right and the gosh darn media is beating you down? Right. That's well, you wrong. Know, it's, Psychologically, it's, yeah. it's wrong. But, yeah. It's a... It's part of the game now. It, it's uh, it's not the seventies, eighties, uh, even nineties. I I think uh, we're looking at uh, players that are looking at the money, and uh, they know they know the end is near. I mean, that's what it's all about. Well, and, NFL, not for long, yeah, not for long. <laughs> and I just think that um, <laughs> I don't know how the hell we're gonna be able to keep all these guys. I really don't. Well, you, you know, kind of back on the point there, and this will get to the salary cap. The uh, I took an Uber to the airport, and it was a oh, guy, I guess he was about my age, 48, 49, and uh, we were talking Cowboy football. And he said that uh, his dad actually played for the Houston Oilers back in the day, and, you know, the fans, but he still had some connections. Well, this guy, the Uber driver, became friends with Ron Gant. Remember Ron Gant, the shark, sure. back yeah. in the 90s? Yeah. And he said, what well, Ron Gant, you know, he's an explosive guy, a hyperactive guy, he was there. Would get every Monday, he would get seven. I didn't realize how this structure worked for pay, but he would get 17 checks. Every Monday, he'd get a check for $1,000. He said, This guy back in the 90s, that's pretty solid money. I mean, you know, $1,000 a week, $4,000 a month, would live paycheck to paycheck. He'd get the check on Monday. By Thursday, he was flat broke trying to get loans from everybody else. And he said he did that thing the whole day, day in and day out, every single week. Now, that's things we never think about. But once again, it gets back to my point. It was never taught how to deal with this. So there's actually two sides. You have to be the football player, and you have to be the business manager as well. Right, right. No, and how I, much yeah. of that gets into your mind? And that's the case in point with team, players jumping from team to team, the salary cap, and then, you know, how much are they actually on the game if their mind's worried about, how am I going to pay my bills? <laughs> I know it sounds terrible. Right. I mean, us humble folks, and these guys are making millions of dollars, but in the end, they're making millions of dollars for three or four years. If they don't learn to manage that, they're working at a car wash for the next 20 years of their life. Right, right. All right you know what? It's it's an issue, definitely. But you know what? They chose that no. field. And you know what? I, I I really don't care how they spend it. I just want I, I, I just want us to be able to sign these guys and not – I mean, honestly, I know what you guys are after, and I don't blame you, but I can't sign all of you. No. And I can't sign. And this David Irving, I I don't know if I'm keeping him. Ugh. I don't know if I'm keeping Terrence Williams. I don't know if I'm keeping. Uh, I I gave I gave Taco two years now, and I I haven't seen anything magnificent out of him. Nothing. I mean, I I'm seeing players that haven't performed. Like David Irving to me was a real setback. I mean, come on, man. Yep. I, 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 you had to do a little bit better than that. I'd like to have seen you out on the field, for God's sake. <laughs> At least play the game. Yeah. So. Gregory looked good this year. I was uh, really impressed with Gregory. And, and I think we came along with Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. That guy continues to shine. Uh, these, I, these guys, I'm, I'm telling you, Van Der Esch is going to cost us money. Yep. All these well, guys. Well, Sean gonna, Lee, what are we going to do with Sean Lee? You know, I, and I, You know what? I'm glad you brought him up. I, I'm giving him, uh, I'm passing a little paper to him, and I'm saying, you're either going to be on our staff or we're going to have to release you. And if we release you, you got maybe one more year. I I mean, you've torn the shit out of your hammy. That, that hammy. Well, I he's mean, had concussions and neck problems and back problems, too. I mean, there's got to be a point in his mind to where, you know what? You've given everything you've got. 
I mean, you've given everything to us. Yep. So, uh, well, that gets back to the point of the the window of opportunity, you know, and and so it goes both ways. And folks uh, out there, well, I'm I not mean, defending the, the player's choice. But I'm just saying that uh, there's more to look at that we often look at. But we want a winner. I mean, that's all there is to it. At the end of the day, right? We want, like you just said, that the star. We want a, a new. Super Bowl right. trophy there at the star. Yeah, Something exactly. in this gosh darn decade, right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like horse racing. I don't care what you fed that horse. I don't care the groomsmen behind the scenes <laughs> that are scrubbed down the horse. When that horse enters that, uh, uh, when he goes in that box, when he goes in the gate, that's all I'm thinking about. I, uh, that's all that's on my mind as a fan to watch that horse run. And you know what? Whatever it takes, I think we, we have to get the job done. But I'm telling you, folks out there, if you're bringing more entities from other teams that are uh, guys that are not happy. By the way, w- w- with all you folks out there wanting Brown, well, guess what? He's he's the same player as Dez. I mean, he's the same type of mentality. He wants the ball. I got Amari Cooper right now that doesn't open his mouth. I mean, the guy but does his gets job. Gets the job done. Gets the job done, and he's quiet. He's an assassin, I tell you. He's an assassin. That's what I like to see. Oh, I like that. I, I like Gallup. I like uh, Amari on the other side. We've always had, in back in our days, we had Drew Pearson with Tony, Tony Hill. Tony Hill, yep. We had uh, Michael Irvin with Harper. Alvin Harper, yep. And now we've got this duo here with uh, Cooper and Gallup. Yep. Don't split this damn thing up. No. This is going to be our bread and butter for the future. And, yeah, you know, I'm just saying that. Don't be bringing in Brown – from Pittsburgh and all that stuff. We got to take care of who's – who's. Uh, I mean, we got a – Well, it gets we back got, to the chemistry thing. We got a big, thing. T- big time team here that's going to want some money. Yep. Well, it gets back to the chemistry. You, you, you bring somebody like Brown in, and I think that's a great point comparing him to Des Bryant. You got a lot of talent, but, man, you're getting more than what you bargained for here. He and wants the ball. He, and all receivers want the ball. Yeah. Mar- you don't think Mara Cooper doesn't want the ball, but he doesn't put uh, me over team. He right. works together. And I think that's from the humble beginnings of playing in Oakland, knowing that, man, man, I've got something special here. Where you got Brown come from the Steelers, and he's won a couple Super Bowls. So he's going to come in like, I know what it is like to win. Now, that can go one of two ways. You can bring somebody in that knows what it's like to win and help the team win, or you can bring somebody in that's not willing to be a part of the team because they're better than the team. They're and I'm thinking about my contract. You dang right. That's what they're. It's all about their contract now. No, I think a great point. And, John, jumping back, I thought that was really funny. And fans out there, uh, hopefully you're, you're getting a picture of what uh, John was talking about with the horse. He doesn't care what they're doing in the background. He doesn't care who's I don't care what them. you're doing. I Just really when don't. When you come to the field, perform. That's what I that's want. That's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want well, to see. That, was, that, that was that's, I mean, uh, honest to God, when, you're, when you got the star on, you are representing what Rich, uh, Rich mentioned earlier about – you go to the star; it, it's something special. So when you guys are out there on the field with that star on you, I mean, you're representing history, man. I mean, that's something that that's been uh, from decades of us worshiping this team. This was our bread. Well, and, this was our. This was passed down from family. In general, every uh, I'm sure every franchise talks about it in that way. But there is something, something, something special about that star. I mean, there is I, – I, I, there's – Rich, it brings out the best in every team. When we play I the crappiest the Cowboys, team you – know I mean? no, no, I'm not talking about that. Oh, I'm talking about even when we go to the crappiest team that's 2-8 and eight or whatever, 
they play their lights out against us. They've circled that. They've circled they circled that date. When's the Cowboys? When the Cowboys are coming in. They're going to have their fans. We're going to be pumped up for them. That's how it is. That's how these – remember the St. Louis Cardinals? Oh, yeah. They used to get their ass handed to them every week, and then when the Cowboys came down, they, they all of a sudden became – a beast. They became the big red machine or whatever yeah. they called him. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, my uncle would take me just about every year as my Christmas gift from him to go to Bush Stadium to watch the Cardinals and the Cowboys yeah. back in the uh, 70s. And man, that was fantastic. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you see like a Mel Renfro coming into the play. You, I, <laughs> uh, you, Otis, uh, Anderson. Otis Anderson. Uh, Hart, Jim Hart. Jim Hart now throwing eight out of nine. And I'm like... What the hell's happening here? And Green, remember Green? I forgot his first name, but he was a he was a heck of a receiver. But no, you're exactly right. These guys, it's like they waited all sixty or you know, the whole schedule. Uh, we'll get our box kicked. Yeah, we'll, we'll lose, we'll lose, we'll lose. Oh, the Cowboys coming. Let's get let's put up a fight. Well, it's almost like they prepare all year just to face the Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good point. John. But that, that's that's what that's what's all about to being a Cowboy. When you yeah. when you wear that star, they're coming to get you, and our fans want the are best. Coming with well, the fans are coming with you. I mean, think about it, the way we travel. Well, either way, I mean, they're go- they're going to be against you. They're it's a love and hate, man. Yeah, there's, there's a love and hate. Beach, there's not and a lot the Rams Stadium right there, you've seen 50-50. Mm-hmm. You've seen 50-50. And you do around the league. There, and, and it's crazy because there isn't a lot of uh, middle-of-the-road Cowboy fans. They're either all in or they're, they love hate, like you said there. I think that's, that's a good point. Well, let's get back to the game yeah. here. Uh, we expected to run the ball. We expected uh, we heard the Rams 5.1. They give up on the run. Well, bullshit. They they didn't give up five point one. It's almost like we switched linebacking cores. I mean, think about that it. whole D D line for the Rams stopped us. I they, mean, we couldn't did. even they, we couldn't even open up there. We missed uh, fourth down with a couple different rushes. We lost yardage. I mean, it's almost like the defensive line and the linebacker core flip flop because our Cowboys defensive line and linebacker core had been shutting down the run. We had that going in, and the Rams five yards, five point one yards a carry was was their average. Man, that's 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 perfect. That's what we want. The, uh, the it, chemistry was there. We were supposed to just walk all uh, over this defense, and it, it it didn't it didn't even uh, accumulate anything. We couldn't get anything going. Now, and, and this is uh this is something I just talked to I forgot who the heck it was last week about. It would really bug me, and it's still a little thorn in my side. You know, I'm officials. Let the boys play the game. If it's something blatant, throw your flag. If it's not. Keep in your pocket. That third and 14, that hands of the face, I'm telling you, that was a turning point in the game. Yeah. That was no, a turning you're point so damn in the game. Right. That, I mean, cause you're so damn right. We had shut them down. We got the momentum back, and that just that was just a terrible call. And the very next play, they put the ball in the end zone, yeah. and the momentum we had yeah, gained, that, that could have been the first time we stopped them. Yep. We didn't stop them one time, and oh, they tried a missed field goal. I mean, they tried one from – what, 72 yards or something? <laughs> I don't know what the hell it was. It was like 65. It yeah, was forever. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but that was our – was that Jones? I think it yeah, was Jones. Yeah, yeah. Jones or Brown went to the face and uh, – But it was, I mean, all yeah, the stuff – I know. I, I, I get it. I get it. But you know what? Have some – have some common sense too, man. Your referee's right beside you. That uh, outside referee's looking right at you. Yeah. You can't hit him. You can't chuck him in the head there. Yeah, I just the guy came down. I, 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 I get that. All the stuff I'm they, looking they let at. Go. I, I know. I'm looking at what they what they did and they got away with. It was fourth down, 
And how many? I mean, how many of our guys were held at the oh. one yard line? One. Number two. It's not in the grass when my own guy has oh, got him. Oh, my gosh. I, th- that, I was going to get to that point next. I'm glad you brought that up. Jono, you've followed football for 40-something years. Have you ever seen a, that call before? I've never seen a ref look at a, two white jerseys and go, <laughs> in the gr- well, he's in the grass. That's I've never insane. seen it. That is the most insane thing. So those two huge, those weren't just small little plays. Those were huge plays that determined, and, of course, in a series of a game, you've got, you know, I don't know what, 50 offensive plays. So there, there's a lot, 100 plays total, I guess, on average. But the refs cannot determine because momentum's a fragile thing, you know. You got it going, baby. You got to keep it going because it's broke. It's broke. And that was. I mean, when when you look at it, when the smoke clears, it's uh, four for 26 on the on the penalties, four for 26 yards, and, and L.A.'s got four for 41. But folks, it's it's a one of those is a pass interference. One yeah. was a pass interference, and right. the second one was a personal foul. So uh, th- those two penalties eat up all the yards. But you're right, it's the timing and the personal foul they had to call. The pass interference they had to call. I mean, those hey, were no brainers. And then you see that the uh, DB is like, I can't. Bo- no, no. <laughs> and everyone's like shaking their head. I'm like, what the hell are you getting pissed off about? What? Uh, why don't we just? Why don't you just run him right to the stands, too, why don't you? Amari Cooper's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? And I love Amari Cooper after the game. I'm not shaking your hand. The hell with that. You know what? You guys you guys pull some BS tonight, you know? I, I, I'm going to go back to – and I know that's not your kind of characteristic there, Rich, because uh, you're, you're an instructor and you, you want – sportsmanship and all that. But you know what? I want that hungry guy out there. I want that guy to go in that locker room like I did. Look, I'm not going to keep bringing this up, but uh, it's another Al Bundy story here. We lost the number one team in the nation 60-0 to zero my junior year. I'm getting on the bus, and I hear the seniors. I hear the seniors like laughing it up and all that. I was crying. I was pissed, and I was crying, and I said, this crap is not happening next year. Juniors, you will be seniors. Don't follow these idiots. We will not be these idiots. And you know what? I want that Amari Cooper attitude uh, in this new team. I want him to be that leader. I know he's a little bit more of a quiet guy, but I think he's he'll open up a lot more his second year. I think this year he came in on the transition, the ha- halfway well, he's still in. trying to learn the offense, and – I definitely respect his humility in regards to not coming in like a Brown. A Brown's going to come in, and we're not going to get him, so we don't have to worry about that. But for all the fans out there to kind of silence them, you do not want that negative aura in the locker room. Right. I want I want them to cheer on Dak, all right? He's our QB, folks. I don't I don't give a shit anymore about what you say about Dak. Are we Dak, still seeing some negativity on Dak? Oh, the, it's it's all out there. I mean, da, I they're still somebody. ripping on Dak. They're still ripping on Dak. The, they're, they're, they want the clapper gone. They want our offensive coordinator. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine if you do that. But I'm telling you right now, Dak's our guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm adjusting to that. I, I'll make that thing happen because, you know what, he played his ass off. I mean, he gave I, I everything no he had. Dak. I mean, and he yeah, had a little rough start. But, folks, uh, being a quarterback in the NFL, that's not easy. But, you know what, here's a, here's a stat that you can't ignore at all. Third down, we were one for ten. One for ten, third down. 
I mean, something's not right there. Yeah. Something's not right there. I, I I don't know if it's the play calling. I don't know if it's Dak. But something's got to be the chemistry of both there. It's something on the sideline has got to change that around. One for ten. And also, Rich, we're done the last five minutes of the game. Why the hell are you handing it off to Elliott now? <laughs> this thing ought to be fast go, just like the old Cowboys – uh, all shotgun formation. Yep. Let's get this ball down uh, down the field. Preston Pearson, Tony, let's get it all. Ron Springs, let's do, do the whole thing like we used to do. You know, that's what we got to do. Yep. We can't hand yeah, off. I didn't quite understand that play calling at all. It was like we, we should have stayed with a run earlier in the game. But, we but then the you run. abandon it. I know. And then you, you abandon go back it. To it at the end. Play calling, I, I, it, and the players obviously make things work. But one for ten on third down. And then the fact that they had 279 rushing yards against us, we got out coached. We got out coached. We didn't. We didn't adjust the way we needed to adjust to make the things happen. Here's another thing too that I want Dak to realize as well: your game, your strength is to run as well. There were t- there were a couple times out there. There was no one oh, around you, I- man. Take the damn thing and run with it. You could get that seven, eight yard, ten yard. You see that. You see that with the other quarterbacks, uh, the Rodgers, uh, our Seahawk uh, quarterback, Russell. Russell, you, Russell this Russell. is what makes these guys so special. They take off when they're supposed to take off. Luck did it plenty yeah. of times this year. Dak, you have the ability. Sure. Use that ability. You're not a drop-back quarterback or anything like that. You you need to get out of that pocket. You need to find a guy. Or if it's not there, run with it. Run with it. You can get positive yards. You're the one that made that play happen the game before against yep. Seattle. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Well, and then – well, I guess I'll follow up on that. Don't get caught in the grasp of your own offensive lineman. <laughs> yeah, don't do that next time. It'll no, cost us. But, no, it, it almost seemed like uh, I'm not sure what the mindset was, but it was almost a playing not to lose as opposed to attacking the game and playing to win. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, just it seemed like we were laid back on, on defense, on offense. We were afraid to move the ball. We were afraid to do with what got us there. Do what got us there. I don't know. It was It was definitely a little bit of a mystery there. Our uh, possession time, 23 minutes, uh, near 24 minutes, and they had 36 minutes. And uh, this was very uncharacteristic of our Cowboy team out there. Well, when you're not converting on third down. Yeah. And uh, mind you now, their third down efficiency was uh, third down. They they were five five out of 11. So it's not like they were – Almost fifty percent, but uh, that's a heck of a lot better than ten percent. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying to you. I mean, we had to make some adjustments, and we oh, didn't we did do, not it. do it. We, we did right, not John. make anything happen there. I don't know. I don't know, Rich. I don't know where we're going. But uh, uh, Prescott is my QB. He I'm is. gonna I'm gonna go down with him. He just has to learn the game a little bit better, but I think he's still rough. I still think. Uh, oh, I agree. I I think he has to acknowledge the run. A lot more than what he is now. He he, when he does do it, it seems like it's in the latter part of a game where uh, he he knows that we got to get that five six yards. Yeah, almost but, desperation mode yeah, instead of being I, a part of his game. Exactly. I I definitely think 
Elliot, God bless him. I mean that that guy worked his ass off that game, and I'm I'm still thinking he's got some ice on him because they beat the oh, living crap out of him. They certainly did. That fourth down and one, man. That fourth down and one. You seen him just fighting like a a trapped animal or something. You know, that's he, a good point. I mean, he was giving everything. He trying to lunge back or something. Nothing. And he was taking some shots. I mean, big he, shots. And. You think about that. I mean, all running backs take some hits. But you think about Emmett Smith, who never really ever got squared up and took a big hard hit. He was able to be elusive. He did against the Giants, remember? But, well, uh, yeah. That shoulder that was shoulder. dangling. Well, that was kind of a weird, funky play on that turf. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, in regards, He took some hits. But my point with Zeke Elliott, he's a little bit of a different type of back. He he, he's cut. a punishing type of back. Yes, he is. And, I mean, you got that offensive line. you got that defensive line. you got, I mean, a combined, what, almost a ton of body weight. And they're all taking shots at him like he's a pinball here. Bing, 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 bing. And not just glancing blows, some huge blows. And, right. yeah, you, you're right. I think he's probably still iced up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was again. I was very happy to see Gallup. I mean, I I called Gallup as uh, before the game. I said Gallup's going to be the guy that's going to get the big plays, and sure enough, Gallup was. I mean, uh, if you're focusing on Cooper, I think Gallup. No, nah, he had like uh, 119 yards on uh, six receptions. Yep, he came out and no yeah. kidding. Unfortunately, the he he was almost by himself there. Man, I wish we could have had that ball again at the very one minute mark so, or something. Yeah, I want to bring that up too on, <laughs> on that uh, at the end the, the kick. And this is what always drives me nuts. I don't understand the play calling. You've got on preparing for an onside kick. They've got ten guys up. They got one guy deep. Why don't you do a little twenty yard pooch kick? And you've got the momentum going forward. That ball's going to land there. Right. I mean, no, I I totally agree. I to, because now the onside kick, forget about oh, it. You can't make that happen anymore no, with the new was, rules and all that. You can't get a running 8% start this year or something. Four, four percent, four percent. What what the hell is four percent? Yeah, what is four percent? But my thing is, you got them all on the line there, just over their head, 20, 30 yards. Right. You got that steam of uh, right, and that ball bounced oh, funky. Yeah. But you only know? got one guy back there coming up. Right. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. No, no, I, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. I, uh, I think, uh, I think Garrett made some right calls on the fourth downs. He went, oh, he, yeah, he went. Was uh, there was that. no questioning that. I, I liked his confidence, like you mentioned. I think the offensive uh, coordinator and defensive coordinator. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just too big a game for them, but they got the offensive and defensive coordinator got out coached. No yeah. doubt about it. I, I, I'm going to say both sides of the ball. We got yeah. out coached. I, I think our offensive coordinator. Doesn't know that it's five minutes left in the game, not in the third quarter. I mean, you you got to move this goddamn ball around. I, I, I was yelling at the TV as well. Come on. I mean, what what is all this nonchalant BS here, man? Get this thing moving. Yeah. Yep. It's not like we could kick a field goal and then the try. It, it, it's almost like we have to score two touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Yep. And uh, um, even your buddy Troy Ickman was saying, man, they are taking a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Troy. Every time my guys catch a ball or something, he's like, "Well, I think we're gonna have to look at that one." I'm like, "Troy, shut up! Just shut up for a second. Just let let it go. Let it go." Can, is there any fiber of cowboy still left in you? I, I know. I know. Joe Buck next to you says you're doing a real good job, Troy. But you know what? That was good. 
I'm, I'm like, Jesus Christ, Folks, man. that was actually John. That was not Joe Buck. <laughs> You're doing a great job, Troy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just don't understand. I, I just keep it down one time. And, and, you know, if anything like that happens to our team, the holding on the one-yard line and all that, he would freak out. Oh, I know. He would freak out if it was the other team getting held. Ah, oh, they should have called that one. And what's that uh, uh, other judge that they call? Oh, Perella. Uh, Perella, yeah. Per- or Perella, what the heck is his name? The head official guy. Well, what do you, you think about that one? Well, yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I, okay, great. Yeah, I'm glad you agree. Well, it's worthless. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I wish you could override it or something. Uh, uh, official judge in the – yeah, I know exactly. I can't think of his name right now. It's just, it. it just pisses me Mike off Perella, that every year, every year, every year that we are in the playoffs, we not only have to beat the opposing team, but we have to beat the referees too. That Green Bay call still haunts me to this day. I mean, that was a catch, Des. That yeah. was a catch. The guy caught the ball, and he lunged forward. He took three steps. Jesus wow. Christ. In any case, that so uh, that's our season. And uh, who do you want to win now? I mean, uh, I, gotta I, go I, Saints. Ha- I hate the Saints. I hate the Rams. I hate the Patriots. Oh. I, I want the Chiefs. Yeah, I'd be okay I, with the I, Chiefs. I'll, I'll, I, no, I'll be great with the Chiefs because yeah. you know what? This Cronky guy, he doesn't even give a rat's ass about his Rams. No. He doesn't even give a shit about his Rams. <laughs> All he wants is a stadium. I mean, <laughs> John, I'm calling it as it is. Yeah. Right hook reality, for, for us, for us, we got Jerry that loves his team. He'll even build another complex just for that team. <laughs> He'll build a whole town around that stadium. Yes, he will. That's the way this guy works, but not Cronky. Cronky right. is that the Scrooge guy. No, I don't want the Rams to win. I don't want him rewarded for that. Right. That's okay. Kind of rewarding poor behavior, right? Right. Like you know, he didn't. He didn't even give a rat's ass about this team, and they they did this. Okay, so that's one. Uh, the Patriots, for God's sake, I'm so sick and tired of making making them in the Super Bowl every every year. It's almost getting pathetic, and they make it look so easy. I wish. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If you're religious, are you religious? Oh, very much. Yes. Well, I'd like to say this. I think he's made a deal with the devil. Brady, I think he's got something going. He's got the hottest wife. He's been in the <laughs> Super Bowl so many times. He's already going in the Hall of Fame. He knows he's going in the Hall of Fame. Across. <laughs> no, and the weird thing is, I, I spoke to countless Patriot fans. Good-looking guy, too, by the way. Oh, he is a good-looking guy. But um, you know, you bring up the Deflate Gate. You bring up the spy gate. You bring up all the headsets. How about going the on. whole snow thing? The snow. Yeah, absolutely everything. Well, I mean, uh, he knocked. That oh, Raider yeah. guy the knocked tu- that the ball. Tuck roll, which has never been called once prior to that, and not ever been called again since that. That was a bunch of crap. But anyway, I asked the Patri- or Patriots fans, say, "Well, everybody cheats." <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> that, that 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 that's your justification. Everybody cheats. Yeah, everybody. But you guys cheats. keeps getting caught every single time. How but come, nothing's being how done about. How come we never get any calls going our way? Why? Well, one time we had a call going our way, and that was a Detroit Lion guy that ran uh, that we ran into the guy, and uh, they didn't call pass and fair. But you know what? They remember that because the following week they they, they go, we're gonna make a makeup call. On <laughs> we're this gonna one. make a makeup call. Um, but no, back to your point. And, and, and something kind of funny. I was in the airport last night in in Dallas. And it was. Kind of, I don't know, flight was delayed. You know, those things happen. Well, I happened to look on the TV, 
and here it is, the Chiefs and uh, a Patriots game. And I'm thinking, what the hell, what, what day is this? <laughs> I really lost time, a, a track of time. So I, I still didn't get it. All I know is the Patriots. One too many boards to the head there, Rich. <laughs> I guess so, buddy. The Patriots are on the one-yard line. And here I am, come on, Kansas City, shut them down. It was third down. And then uh, it, it came across the NFL Network that it was a replay, and last right. night was was Thursday. But all I know is, well, of course I was hoping, but I still didn't change the fact that I was hoping whatever it was that the Patriots be shut down. And then I realized when I got on the plane, hey, it's Thursday, ding dong. Yeah, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't want to see the Saints anymore either. And you know what? They're, they're, they've, be, they've become a little cocky too, you know? I want the Kansas City Chiefs. I want these guys that they drive the pickup truck to these games. Uh, you know, it's just to me they, well, these guys deserve it. I, I want the Chiefs. Well, and you know, we got that blue collar of uh, farm boy humble approach to everything. I mean, folks, if you could see Jono's hat here, fantastic. Can you? Believe, I got. I got to say this hat. Oh, gosh, I got. Yes. I got to let you guys know about this hat. This hat. My friend, a close friend of mine, he's a captain. Uh, for the army, and uh, he's in Afghanistan. I sent him a box, a box of uh, beef jerky, uh, chocolate bars, all this. I mean, the the guy doesn't get that, and I was happy to do it. And uh, he sends me a letter back on a ammunition cartridge type of box that he wrote all a met a letter to me on. And he sent me a hat, a camouflage hat, with the Dallas Cowboy with the United States flag in it, and uh, and he bought it in Afghanistan. He bought it on the streets of Afghanistan, and you know what? To me, he didn't have to do that. Shoot, no, he he did not have to do that. I just wanted, I I just wanted our guys over there to you know enjoy something instead of some powder bullshit that they eat and drink, you know, and this was a very good friend of mine. I grew up with him, and then he was part of the whole Army Depot thing, and then uh, he was sent uh, with his parents away, and and uh, I always stayed in touch with him. And, good for you, buddy. Good for you. Uh, yeah, I, I, just, I just think that uh, stuff like that, you know, we, we're we watching the game, but these guys, they may not be watching the game. They, they may be doing something. They may be yeah. in a foxhole or something. In any case – I God bless him, and uh, he sent me a Dallas Cowboy hat, and uh, I'm not going to take it off. I, I'm going to wear it, and uh, I, I enjoy it. So that's what a, the hell? Well, that's an absolutely fabulous hat. You know, and that brings up a point. Uh, any like especially last night, I'm in the airport. And of course, you're going to see some guys in the military. I, I always make it on a point, and I'm not saying this so you guys can think I'm a good person. If you think I am, hope great. If not, no big deal. But I'm saying this to encourage other people to do it. Go up to these military guys. Just look them in the eye and say, "Hey, thank you very much." This kid last night, Jono, he looked like he was 12 years old. 12 yeah, years man, old. they look so damn young. Braces and just yeah, – They I, don't I, even know where they're going in the airport. I, I don't, I, no, he, did, he didn't. No. I, I don't think he had a pimple on his face. I mean, just so young. So not only say that, but I always say, hey, what, what do you want? Do you want a candy bar? you want a soda? Oh, no, I don't want anything. I said, well, I'm going to buy something. I'm going to buy the wrong thing, so just tell me what you want so I buy the right thing. Do that. Buy him a bottle of water. Buy him a Gatorade. Buy him a candy bar. What is it going to cost you? Well, the airport's expensive. Come on, man. This kid. And as a kid, I could see my son's face in his face. You know what? It's so easy to stand up before the game and uh, do your clapping for these guys and then – or before a game uh, when they're throwing out the first pitch with uh, one arm missing and all that. But I'm telling you, folks – 
it, there's life after the whole clapping before game and all that. When you see one, like Rich said, I, I, I see one sitting in front of me at a, at a ball game, and it was an older guy. He had a Vietnam vet hat on. And I tapped the shoulder, and I go, hey, thanks, man. And he goes, well, what I, I go, you got a Vietnam vet. You're, you're saying you're – he goes, thank you so much. That means you the know world what? to them, Especially it, those guys in Vietnam I know my dad that they were there. all spit on and all that crap. And you know what? I, I think it's time for us to I'm, – I'm against – by the way, I'm totally 100% against wars and all that. I don't think our guys belong there. And that whole desert storm was all BS and all that shit. But my thing is if we're sending them over there – they're still it's, our guys. It's not their fault. It's right. Like they it's, chose it, they're to go. still our guys. I know. They're I'm, still our I'm guys. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. But the whole point, I think, John, we all get wrapped up in our own football. And I, I, I know we've kind of taken a detour here. But what you just said, yes, for that 15, 20 seconds of everybody clapping for them, but you don't know they still live their life before and their life after. Right. And by you simply saying, hey, thank you very much, it means a lot to them. Right. This kid was like, well, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. I said, buddy, thank you. And then, of course, like I said, you, you, you take them, you buy them something small. It's meaningless, but gosh darn it, it's the saying that we care about you. Uh, even if you don't want to buy him anything, just say thanks, yeah. man. I mean, that uh, he's not going to look at you. He may look at you a little weird, but you've done your behalf. You're appreciating a guy with camouflage outfit with his boots on sitting at the airport waiting to go wherever the hell he's going, supposed to go. Yeah. Well, and, and out of the hundreds of, of kids and, and even veterans, like you mentioned, I've said it to, not one has, you know, well, oh, give me this. They just thank you. You know, like, yeah. wow, I'm important. But anyway, we've kind of got sidetracked. Yeah. There. Uh, it's a hat, man, but I love it. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you. And uh, I, I definitely think that uh, being part of America, you got to lo- love America's team, and we are America's team. You like it or not out there. I know you guys hate. Oh, who's ever listening that's not a Cowboy fan, we are America's team. We're, we are every, – everyone in the world knows the Dallas Cowboys. And I wish to God that we would fulfill that whole criteria of being America's team and get this damn thing done, <laughs> there, get this job there, done. There's a hole there, John. Oh, there's a hole there. Um, I, I wanted to touch on America's team because it, 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 let me hear that, it touches my heart. Friday nights, and you and I grew up in Granite City. I grew up on a farm right. outside of Granite. But Friday nights at uh, um, in our era was the Incredible Hawk, the Dukes of Hazard, and then Dallas. Right, the 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 TV shows that were on. Now I uh, I watched the Hawk, watched the Dukes of, Dukes of Hazard, and then my parents would watch Dallas. But there was a team too. Oh, I the watched. Was on, was that, they, they didn't move that to Thursday. I think eighteen was Monday night. <laughs> Monday, Monday night, night. That's right. That was Monday night before uh, the before the game. That's there, Rich. right. You're right about the eighteen. Don't screw the uh, eighteen over here. Sorry, eighteen. Sorry. Right, go ahead. Sorry, face and uh, ba and all the other guys. No, but anyway, my point is, I would watch the intro of Dallas just dun, 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 just yeah. to watch that flyover of, of Texas that, Stadium. You got that right, man. Just to see that star. And, yeah. folks, this was back in the day before they had the helmet. It was just the star with a circle around it in the Cowboys Stadium. You know, that was the left open so God could look down on his team, right? right. But I would, I, I, when I was at the star the other day, that thought came back to me as I'm standing on the star, taking a knee on the star, just kind of, yes, I'm here. But that thought popped in my head. 
of oh, how long I've loved the Cowboys, how much the Cowboys have meant to me, that to watch the intro, I had to watch that show and everybody had to be quiet when that music was playing and the, 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 they did a flyby and you look down on Texas Stadium. Gosh darn. Let me ask you. Let me. That's forty years ago, man. Right. Let me ask you this. I this is kind of backstepping the air on this one too. <clears throat> I'm saying before you become an NFL referee, you have to take a lie detector test, <laughs> and you have to see. They have to see what your favorite team is. I don't want to. I do not wow. want to hear. I do not want to hear. I don't have any favorite team. You know what? If I find out. That you're a Giant fan or you're a, a Philadelphia Eagle fan, I don't want you referring. I mean, that should be a little wow, little writing on the each game that they do. Hey, he was a Philadelphia Eagle fan before he was a referee. All right, then you know what? He can't ref this game. God bless him. He can ref another game, but he can't ref any Eagle games or he can't ref anyone playing uh Against uh, the Cowboys that are uh, eagle, well, yeah, I, you know what I'm saying. Oh, I know exactly if, what you're saying. That's, and, that's a and, profound and, look. <laughs> and then have what was your favorite team and what was your worst hated team? <laughs> I mean, th- th- those are two legit questions. I am 100 with you because that's... I don't want you to have a little flashback whenever whenever it's fourth uh, quarter and they're uh, we're driving or they're driving and you call something, call something out of out of your mind, and then all of a sudden. It's game's over. I mean, I, I, why, why, why can't I do well, that? Th- those mystery calls. Now, even uh, Aikman called. Uh, there was a call. I don't know what it was on the Cowboys. Uh, a hold, and Aikman said, "Well, sometimes they have a mystery call." I was probably for saying that, but you're exactly right. Yeah, he would call that a mystery call <laughs> if it's on us. But if someone else, if the, it was the opposite team, you could bet your ass Aikman would go. Well, I don't know what the hell they're well, why they're not calling that. I mean, you're definitely right there, Troy. <laughs> Poor Troy. Uh, but no, I mean that point is because think about it. It's forty years ago, and I still had a flashback of watching the flyover on the the sitcom Dallas. So a referee that was a Steelers fan has a flashback of Super Bowl thirty. <laughs> right. He's got to throw that flag. Right. Right. I'm I'm I'm, t- I'm telling you. That's a good point, Chano. <laughs> why not? Why not put put down on your little application before you're an NFL referee, what was your favorite team and what was your worst hated team? team? I'm not asking for much. And, folks, Jono doesn't ask for much. He's he's a going guy. He's just asking what's right, baby. (sighs) Anyway, season's over, and uh, (laughs) we're moving on. That's how we started the show. I'm cheering the Chiefs on. I'm with you, buddy. And uh, I think uh, we're going to take a couple, I don't know, a month off or something. I'm not doing other teams and all that. I took last week off because I had to see counseling after that damn game. I didn't even want to get on because I was going to start going crazy. But uh, anyway, what the hell? It is what it is, and uh, we'll be back at it again. And, you know, for all you young guys out there, why uh, you start talking about, well, you know what, win, lose, tie, I'm a cow. I'm, I'm happy for you, but I'd love to see us win one, you know? Yep. I mean, well, we've seen then- it. We've seen it done before. Sure. And to your, the fans out there on both sides, I think, John, that's a testament to what you do with the podcast here to have the enemy <laughs> non-Cowboy fans listening on the podcast. So good work there. Obviously, they're entertained. That's why they like it. But also realize, and I say this to you so I can hear it too because I need to hear it, and all our fans out there, not everybody on social media is an expert. Everybody thinks they are because they get behind a keypad to get behind this and that. 
What is an expert? I, you know, I don't even know. Well, apparently it's anybody that posts something on Facebook. <laughs> That's an expert. And I, and I say that, don't get sucked into all the drama. Don't get sucked into all the media. If you want to fire back, just know that if you engage in a battle, you're going to be in that battle for some time. Is that battle worth fighting? Dak is our quarterback. End of story. That's all there is yeah. to it. It's his second year. He's going to grow into it. I've got tremendous faith in him. I think he's going to be exceptional. We're going to get rested up. We're going to get healthy. The Jones family is going to make the best choices and decisions they can to strengthen our team with the best players to get the job well, done. Y- you know that because he's got strong convictions for his team. It's he not does. a cronky. It's not a cronky. This guy really wants to see. I think his son, Stephen, just came out and said, you know what? He would trade in his Hall of Fame honor in the NFL just to win another Super Bowl. I mean, that's saying something right there. That's, uh, that's the heart for the team. and That's back to the me and we philosophy. Yeah. You know what? I want this because I want this for the team. And, and I know I would get on Jerry a lot, too, about, hey, man, you need to hire a general manager. You need to step back. I don't know that the man knows or can do that right. because he is so engaged. I ate at the restaurant at the Star. And, of course, Jerry owns all of it. And uh, a couple of the waiters came by. I'm just chatting with them. And he said the pl- cowboy players are in there all the time. He goes, Jerry Jones is in here three to four times a month. And I said, well, what's he like? I got to know. He goes, he's the most genuine, humble human being. He'll stop and talk to anyone and just graciously thank them for visiting the star. Thank you for being a cowboy fan. He said, sometimes we go, I'm not a cowboy fan. He goes, well, thank you for coming here anyway. And he goes, and a lot of those people, like, that's Jerry Jones. Well, one of man, he's a pretty good guy. So you're right. Everything, and well, he makes all this money. Well, let him make his money. But he is investing back in his team. Right. Unlike Kroenke, makes the money and, I mean, Oh, the heck with the team. Heck with the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I mean, I just wanted to share that no, with Jerry. No, I, Because he is right. so invested. He wants to win more than anybody. Yeah. And I was against him, but and I still think a general manager that would whole, probably be a good That thing. whole Jimmy Johnson went wrong. It did. I, I really. Well, you got two powerhouses. I, I, it just should have been Jimmy's team. It was. I, it, that killed me because we. That was, the, uh, that was when everything went downhill. I, I, I swear, folks, if you're too young uh, to understand that, that's when the two generals and uh, one, and the owner general MacArthur and Truman ju- <laughs> should have just backed <laughs> off a little bit and said, Jimmy, I agree. I Just say, Jimmy, I agree. Yeah. I, I If I would have heard the that. the best of both worlds. And then you bring Barry Switzer in, and he just wrote off the success and, of the previous year. And he year. said that. Barry said, you know what? I'm not changing anything in this <laughs> engine. Heck, uh, this, this thing is moving the right way. I'm not going to do anything. So yeah. he let that thing go. They won a Super Bowl. And then uh, Barry, no more Barry. Yeah. But, uh, but you're right about Jimmy and them. That that killed me to this day. That was still Jimmy's team when Barry won it. I think about MacArthur and Truman, button heads. I'm the general. I'm the president. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Split up. Uh, folks, uh, this is going to be our last show for a while. So, hey, go to Cowboys Podcast on Facebook. And I'll tell you what, Doc Robert Williams, I'll tell you what, man. He's, uh, he's our admin for uh, – our site and the guy puts on some great stuff and people really get on the thread and start commenting. God bless you, Doc. You're doing a great job. Uh, hey, just get on board here. And if you want to check out old episodes, if you're a board off season or whatever, go to CowboysPodcast.com and you can check out past episodes. And if you're thinking about buying anything on Amazon, go on Cowboys Podcast right there on your right hand side. 
uh, click on Amazon. You don't have to do anything more if you're going to buy anything on Amazon. And you know what? Uh, we get a little love back at the Cowboys, uh, you know, our studio here. So uh, and nothing wrong with that. Thank you so much, Rich, for the last couple of weeks. I want you on next. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm get, getting rid of those two goons <laughs> on the intro because, you know what, they, uh, they let me down a lot, Steve and Rodney. Everybody's busy, uh, you know that. Yeah, well, the, they, they could come in here and do a show with me. I'll tell you that right now. I'm glad you did, Rich. And uh, uh, I love you, buddy. I mean yeah. that sincerely from the bottom of my heart. And, folks, uh, John gets wound up and wound up. That's just his passion, not only for Cowboy football, but for everything he does. And I know you got the Ocho Man show and you got several other shows. But I've known Jono, we met uh, freshman year in high school. School, which was I'm telling you right now, guys, one of the nicest guys I ever met was Rich. <laughs> they were pumping each I mean, other up. He's uh, he was a just a little guy then, and uh, yeah, he'd, he'd smile. <laughs> he'd smile every time, and uh, I mean, uh, you, hey, Rich, you haven't changed one damn bit. I appreciate that. Buddy. I mean, Thank well, you I don't want to hold your hand now or anything, but well, uh, I you're, we're you're gonna a good snuggle guy. and get a big hug and a kiss, but uh, maybe you're a not. Good guy, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> What the uh, hell else was I going to say? I was going to say we, we got distracted. But, folks, I, I just want to seriously say this. John does a great job with the show. Check out previous episodes because th there's a lot of content. There's a lot there. And then follow on the offseason on the Cowboys podcast on Facebook. It's, it's a fan show. I'm not here to give you names or anything like that. I tell you what, one episode, I screwed up a name so bad I had to cut it and we had to <laughs> – <laughs> redo that whole thing but I, it's it's that. it's only that yeah i sit there like you guys and i'm enjoying the game and uh i'm, I'm getting crazy watching the game too and i'm expressing everything that you guys are expressing that and this isn't a cowboys dallas cowboys show endorsed by the dallas cowboys team because I, that's a whole different type of podcast too i mean they know how to Keep sure. everything civil. Not me. If I see you screwing up, I'm going to let you know about it. That's what it's be all about. Disagreements and stuff as well. But I, I think um, a point you're alluding to. If you want stats, statistics, and all the numbers down to the wire, there's nothing wrong with that. But here's something I believe: you can do a Google search as easy as we can. Yeah. So why are we going to waste our time on every single statistics? We'll throw important ones at you. But we're yeah. talking as, as as cowboy fans. Yeah, we're kind talking in your living couch. room. Yeah, that's what it's all about there. So, I mean, teach their own. I know it's easy to watch, but you want to listen to an hour episode just to get a few stats. Come on, you can do that on your own. Yeah, yeah you won't see me be like Troy Aikman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friends. Thank you so much, Rich. Thank you. Thanks, Jono. My fans out there, you know, thank you for listening to the show. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back, I think, uh, you know, maybe uh, during the draft sometime. We'll, we'll cover that and see how that thing goes, you know. So thank you so much for being in tune. And take care, my friends. And let's go Chiefs. Yeah, let's go. Oh, wow. I'm going to say let's go Cowboys. God bless you, folks. Get out there and do what you do best. Yeah. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.